Let's just pray before we look at this passage. Father God, we we pray that what we we say and do, what I say and do, will honour you today. And not just today, but this week as we go up to Easter and the days ahead. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's all about feet today. Jesus' feet. The disciples' feet. And luckily I've brought a towel and... Oh, where's the water? I don't know. <laughs> well, come to that in a minute. We're following Jesus to the cross. We're following him to Good Friday. And so much is happening. So we were just looking at, uh, at Saturday evening and now we're in Palm Sunday. And... Uh, and the same Palm Sunday, actually, we don't read it in John's Gospel, but in the other Gospels, he, he, he then went on and went to the temple and threw the money changers out of the temple. So everything was happening. And now we're at Thursday evening, what we often call Maundy Thursday. And in John's Gospel, we don't read about the bread and wine. We only read about Jesus washing the disciples' feet and what he had to say about it. So that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Perhaps John knew already, while well, the accounts were out there, the churches were reading them. He didn't need to do that, but he needed to add, add these things. And uh, it's in the upper room, and they were about to celebrate the Passover. They'd been staying over in Jerusalem camping out at the Mount of Olives like many of the people uh, who were coming in to the city for the celebration. And the Passover is right at the heart of what it means to be a Jew. Really, unless you take part in the Passover, my impression is that you're not really a Jew. Um, Remembering that God had saved them from slavery. They're only a nation, they're only a people because of what God did through Moses in releasing them from slavery under the Egyptians and taking them to a promised land. And by God's mighty power, he did that. And they reaffirm it as they take part in the Passover. As we reaffirm our belonging to the people of God when we celebrate the Lord's Supper. And Jesus had said uh, in the, I think it's in in Luke, he said, I eagerly desire to eat the Passover with you before I suffer. Jesus wanted to be there with his disciples. And they'd realised now that he was the Messiah. But what sort of Messiah was the question as we see on Palm Sunday. And he was at the head of the table. John says he's fully aware of his power and authority as the Son of God. And it's with that power and authority that he takes off his cloak and he wraps the towel around him. And he starts to pour water into the bowl and shock, horror, goes through the room. This is the Messiah. This is the one we know to be the one who has come to release Israel and he's getting down on his knees 
and he's got the water in the bowl already and he's starting to wash their feet. This isn't right. Peter says, no, you must not wash my feet. You will not wash my feet. What does Jesus say? Okay, sorry, yeah. um, I know you should have organised it, but I was just trying to show you up. Okay, you carry on, Peter. You wash my feet. No! Jesus insists, I must wash you. I must wash your feet. There is no option. And as we start to see him speaking, we realise there's more going on here, isn't there, than washing feet. Um, I mean, it's come down to us. Maundy Thursday is called Maundy Thursday because Jesus makes a command, mandatum, I believe in Latin, you must wash each other's feet. And so the sovereign, you know, hundreds of years ago used to wash the feet of some poor people to, to show that she was a servant. But now it's, it's money that's given. I don't know which cathedral this year the Queen is going to, but she came to Bristol uh, about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I think, and there was, you know, there was a lady in the congregation at, uh, at City Road who was chosen to be part of one of those who the money was given to. But Jesus is doing more than washing the disciples' feet. It's like, um, it's like, a, sort of a, it's like a parable. He's acting something out as he gets down on his knees. He's trying to show them what his whole life was about, what it was going to mean for him to go to the cross, although they didn't realise it. Everything, I'm just summarising it, perhaps in a way that you will remember later. On the cross, he stooped down to do the most sordid horrific, dirty job of washing and cleansing that you could ever imagine. He took the dirt and the horribleness of the whole world there and dealt with it. What could be worse than that? I know there's some people here who've been in medicine and they wash some horrible feet (laughs) and they've seen some horrible things And there's some dirty jobs in this world. But this is the worst. That the Lord Jesus, the Son of God, came from heaven and was willing to wash our dirt. And, you know, we only have to look into our own hearts for a short time. And some of the thoughts and the pride and the... Yeah, everything that's, that's wrong and we don't want to dwell too long on it because it can be awful but we, we look at situations in the world how people in Syria for example or in, in parts of Africa are treating each other and Jesus died for that he died for some of those people you know in the prison who the team are going to be ministering to next week this week Friday <laughs> and He dealt with it on the cross. All our pride, all our hatred, all that disgusting stuff. And he's just trying to act it out. This is what I'm doing for you. And um, when he'd finished washing their feet, he said, do you understand what I've done for you? 
And that's the question, is it, to all of us. Do you understand that that man who died on the cross died for you? He died to deal with your awfulness, the stuff that you sometimes carry around and you can't talk to anybody else about. He died for you. He died for me. He died for the sins of the world. I don't know what, uh, what we're going to be singing on Good Friday, um, but there's a chance that we'll sing, um, Were You There When They Crucified My Lord? I think they're going to be singing it in the prison. Yeah. Um, you know the spiritual, don't you? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? And the next verse. Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? And we try and put ourselves into that situation. We try and see, just to get a feeling of how awful it was on that Good Friday. And I suppose that's what the film The Passion of the Christ tries to do. It's not nice to watch it. But I think he's, the, 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 as they sing this, as we sing this, we're actually asking a, another question, perhaps a deeper question. Was your life there when Jesus was nailed to the cross on that Good Friday? Do you know that he died to cleanse you? That it was for your sin that he suffered? Um, If you read in in Romans chapter 6 and verse 6, the Apostle Paul says, For we know that our old self was crucified with him. Speaking to the believers now. And that's the question, do you know that your old self was crucified with Jesus on the cross? Were you there when they crucified my Lord? And Jesus said, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. So unless we've been washed you, we have no part with the Lord Jesus. And we've we've just sung that song, I'm glad you did it, I didn't choose it, but I'd already written it here. Um... Uh, some of the old hymns said, have we been washed in the blood of the Lamb? Uh, the Salvation Army said, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. You know, it's old-fashioned language, but it's true, isn't it? And for me, have I been washed? Has there been a cleansing as my life started to change? In the upper room there, those disciples had to swallow their pride and let Jesus wash their feet. They wanted to be, you know, friends and followers of this great king. Perhaps they were going to have a part in, 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 in some thrones, wasn't they? Some of the, the, uh, the apostles said, who's going to be sitting on the thrones with you? Um, So have we been willing to let Jesus really wash us and make us new people? And if we haven't, we need to decide that, you know, over this period, perhaps, you know, today. Speak to somebody about it. And if you've been baptised, all this becomes real for you and definite. Cements that relationship to Jesus. And uh, again in Romans chapter 6, it says in verse 3 Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? The old life was buried, the new life was raised again. 
Hallelujah. Maybe there's going to be a baptism on Easter Sunday. I don't know. But there will be around the country, that's for sure. So that new life. Have we been buried with Jesus? Were our sins nailed to the cross? And have we lived again with him? It's wonderful. But Jesus has a little bit more to say. That's not the end of this passage, is it? He says... um, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I think it's must, really. Not just ought to, should. Um, And that's, as I said, that's why the sovereign has done this in the past. But there's somehow, for our lives, a great reversal that's got to happen if we are really belonging to Jesus. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, turned everything upside down and became a servant for us. And it was a lot more than about washing feet, wasn't it? And if we're going to be followers of the Lord Jesus, then we need to wash each other's feet, but that means deal with each other's dirt, doesn't it? And help each other along the way. And when it's hard, really get our hands dirty. Doesn't it mean that? And sometimes we have to throw aside our, our status. Don't know what status you hold. You know, it might be in the church. It might be in your profession, your qualifications, your pride, your wealth. And all that has to be thrown aside. Isaac Watt said, My richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. Just bury it with Jesus. And then rise again to this new life where we're free to serve him. Uh, I suppose in, um, in Philippians it puts it very well. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. Who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. But made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant. And he wants us to do that too. Amen. Let's just pray for a moment. Father God, we find this hard. It goes against our nature. It's not really what we want to do. But we know with you we can be new people. Lord, cleanse us from our sin. Give us the power that comes through your Holy Spirit to live new lives. And if there's things now that we're we're facing a difficult decisions that are difficult choices there help us to make that choice to follow you amen